What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Middle cough. Hey, behave. What do you think uh, Friday, John, will tell Thursday, John, about what Thursday, John, watched on Thursday night with no uh, Thursday night football? You know, I, that's a hell of a question, guy. <laughs> have you have you watched the Maybe undoing? Maybe Thursday, John, went to sleep. No, I haven't. Is that on HBO? Uh, it's on HBO Max, yeah. It's, you know, it's Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, who's aged a little. Yeah. Uh, Is it good? Donald Sutherland. Yeah, you know, it's... The way I would describe it is Law and Order. You know, they're hour episodes, the way they play it. The first, the police, and the second half of the lawyer. Right? It's like split in half. Think that. Think HBO, so you get some nudity and swearing. And then think Netflix, six-part series. You know, it's, 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 it's a Law and Order type vibe to it. With a little, like, meets a little big little lies, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Is it like that show? I liked that show. Yeah, it's, uh, if you like a good Law & Order episode, like some of their peak where it's like, that's a good episode, it's got some of that. But it also is a little cheesy and and a little outrageous. It's, if you're bored as shit, it's worth a six series watch. If you're flying on the plane, download a couple of them and watch them. I don't need to get on a plane to be bored as shit, John. Yeah, well, I know. I'm just saying, like, if you were on a plane, it'd be a no-brainer. If you're bored of shit this weekend, no-brainer. Tonight, just watch an episode. The first episode's a little slower, if I remember correctly. I- I'd say second and third get really good. That's fine. I am These days, I'm apt to give an episode, a show, more than one episode, so. Yeah. I, I-, I would recommend it. Yeah. I'm like Relative that. to what, you know, we got. Yeah, I understand. Right? Yep. All recommendations are not necessarily recommendations for other years. The recommendations for now. We do yeah. have at this point at least two Monday night football games and a Tuesday night football game coming up. So wait, we got two Monday night games? Yeah, we got Washington football team Steelers. Oh, oh, because they had to Niners move the Steelers Ravens game both back. Okay, I got you. So they yeah. basically allowed the Ravens an extra day, but not the Steelers. I guess you couldn't have more. Well, the Ravens Tuesday were games. supposed to play Thursday night against the Cowboys, so that's now the Tuesday. Yeah, it's a good question. Why? Maybe just the Ravens need more time because of all their positives. Yes. Washington football team Steelers doesn't do a lot for you, but whatever. It'll be there. You know, if the Niners game's at halftime or I don't know what. I had no issue with Kendall Hilton in that situation, especially the more information we had when we heard Fangio blame the quarterbacks. Yep. Plus, find them. Denver's not not a playoff team, so it didn't really. They were going to lose that game probably no matter what. I did feel watching RG3. I'm like, you know, the Ravens should be a playoff team. That's a little unfair. Because just the the power of it, the NFL, unlike the other sports, yeah. like games do matter. It's they had to play a game with RG three. I know it's really That's bad. Sad. It was terrible, and they actually gave a pretty valiant effort. Were you? Was your TV on in time for kickoff? Because mine was not. I'd forgotten. I was late. Yeah, was yeah, just... because I had seen the twelve forty. But I also like several. Th- I didn't approach it like a Sunday game or like a Raider Niner game. Like I went to the mail like in middle of a drive. I'm like, I, I, I'm sorry, guys. Like I can't quite take this that seriously 
Like, I, I approached it like they approached it. Wednesday afternoon, okay, like, I'm going to go run to 7-Eleven, pick some up. Okay, I'm going to go to my mailbox. Okay, I'm going to go in the other room. Like, I, I did not watch every snap. It didn't deserve every snap of my eyeballs. And I still enjoyed it, but it's it was weird. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It, it Very weird. It felt it felt weird. Uh Washington, that that game. Well, we got another podcast before Monday's football games, anyway. But that game's at two Pacific, and then the Niners are at the five fifteen, and then five o'clock. My philosophy also is: I I saw a lot of takes being had. I don't have you just beside like an injury, like Bud Dupree. That's a big injury for the Steelers. Big picture. I have no take on either team after a Wednesday game in the afternoon. I'm sorry. I just I think the Steelers are good. They're eleven and zero. Not all eleven of those games are created equal. I would imagine if we looked the last like 20, 30 years, not that many teams have started eleven and zero. I would imagine you're right. And now Is they're going to have a shot to be twelve and zero with Washington. It sure feels like the majority of sweet teams usually lose it by five between the five and eight game range. Eight, right to me, we start talking about you. I think when you're at eight, like you are one of the better. Maybe even seven. Maybe is the line where you start getting discussed. Like you are. Are you on another tier from everybody else? And I don't now? think they get talked about it this year, do no, they? Not, ah, <laughs> I've been talking about them for months. I've said I think they're the best team in the league for two months now. Because they're defense. That, they just lost one of their best defenders. I know. Again. And it wouldn't, I mean, Washington football team, Washington football team wins this game, they're 5-7. and seven. I wouldn't count the Washington football team out, yeah. but. Podcast brought to you by Ease. Dot com promo code ham or ham 10 if you're a returning user. E-A-Z-E dot com. We really want you to do this. Get yourself some marijuana, whether it's, you know, through a vape, whether it's through some edibles, whether it's through some topicals. That's where E-A-Z-E ease.com has you covered. Promo code ham. Just go to their website all over Uber East of Weed. Best Best delivery in California. Number one by a mile. Ease.com, promo code HAM. If you're a returning user, HAM10. I'm telling you, go do it. Topicals, edibles, pre-rolls, vapes, you name it. They got it. Sleeping aids, you struggle falling asleep, a little chewy, boop, sleep. Yeah, maybe you want some Dog Walker OG Classic, maybe some Slurricane, maybe some Lemon Meringue Eclipse, some Vanilla Frosting Eclipse, John, some Wedding Cake from Flocana. Uh, on Didn't and on and on. have a song called Slurricane? But you can, no, it was Hurricane, but you can call me Slurricane. Was that the line? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, 21 or over, get verified online in minutes, and then the Ease delivery comes to you in minutes. Ease.com gets you uh, 20 bucks off an order of $50 or more with your first order with the promo code HAM or HAM1010, HAM10, returning user 10% off. Tell your friends. You live in San Francisco County, you see that new, new law. No cigarettes indoors in your apartment or house. I guess you could do it probably in your house, but any any like a building like you're in or I'm in. Okay. You could not smoke a cigarette, but weed is legal. Sounds reasonable to me. Me too. Completely agree. <laughs> I, I I couldn't get any more behind the law. Uh podcast also brought to you by DraftKings as of the recording of this podcast. I think there are like five spots left in our DraftKings game for this weekend. You're playing DraftKings golf right now. Good for you. I, got, I just got a couple teams out there. I just got a couple yeah, teams what's out the there. Way to, it's, it's just, I'm, I said it earlier. I'll say it again. There are two games this week in the NFL between teams with winning records. DraftKings is going to help you enjoy the weekend. I don't, do we want to do a two Monday night? The Washington Steelers game doesn't really do much for yeah. me. But Sunday for sure, we got a game. So get go get in it. If you're not in our game already, go sign up. Use the code HAM and then get in our league and you'll get the invite to the next game. I, I'm a I like Sunday so much more just the variance of different guys teams yeah, and yep. players. It's more fun to build those teams. Yeah, because then even if everyone if like a large majority have Derrick Henry, it still differentiates who your quarterback is, who your wide receivers are. Uh, DraftKings, I, I can't recommend it enough. I can't recommend the company enough. I mean, I owe I own a bunch of stock. I play DraftKings. I feel like every week, whether it's golf or football, obviously in our games. Uh, I've had some just very, very fun moments, very bad moments too. I get very angry when my teams suck, uh, but I, I can't recommend the uh, just the feature enough. Download the DraftKings app, play it. I've met so many people like, God, I used to play real fantasy, and then I started playing DFS. You never go back. You, you never go back. And there's we always a converts. game to be had. You know, it's like if you just want to go play pickup hoops, and you go out there, and there's just no one there. You're like, oh, I can't play basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you can just always like, oh, there's 
football games on Sunday? Well, just go on DraftKings, put in 10 yeah. bucks or 20 bucks and just play a game. You know? You are more than it's welcome great. to play in our games, but you don't have to be in our games to have a good time. We'd love for you to join us, though. Yeah. Sign up, DraftKings, promo code Hammond. Tell, you know, get, get multiple people in the league. It's fun. I think a lot of people that play in our games have other people that are their friends that are in our games. And so you're talking shit to each other. You're talking shit to us. It's a good time. So do it. We're looking for any any human connection in these times, John, and DraftKings gives us some of that. Yes, it does. All right, Niners playing Monday Night Football, so we'll have a lot uh, still to talk about on Sunday's podcast that comes out before that game. But one thing is clear, they're now in Arizona. Kyle Shanahan talked, clearly a little perturbed, not just with the situation, but there's this whole other thing about the way that Santa Clara County's talked about them. And then, you know, he was asked, they gave him one of those, like, what do you think about what they said? He's like, I'm not going to get into it. If they don't, they don't know us, then, you know, so he kind of took a shot. Um, so he's got a little edge. This is, I think what we've seen a lot of from Kyle Shanahan, particularly this year, but we saw it before this year, all the stuff that we wondered whether or not he could do the things that head coaches need to do when he got the job, it was a lot of, Oh, well, yeah, he's a great play caller, but can he be a air quotes, but real quotes leader of men? Um, I don't think really anyone that's been the part that's been questioned the least since he's taken the Niners job. Wouldn't you agree? This week is another yeah. big part, and this is kind of an opportunity to show both this week. Beat the Bills shorthanded and you know do it against some crazy circumstances. Well, I, I just don't ever quite remember. Now, we've never seen a, you know, a season like 2020, but when you factor in Corona, you factor in the 49ers injuries, you factored in, just and their injuries were insane. I mean, at one point in time, I don't know exactly where they rank now because I got some guys back. But there was a period when everyone was out where they had more money on injured reserve than any team in the league. And the simple reality as we sit here right now, their best offensive player, their best defensive player, and their quarterback are still gone. So if you just say that to begin with, like your star pass rusher, your star offensive weapon, who isn't just a receiver, he blocks, (laughs) and your quarterback, who makes, you know, $24 million, all gone. And then you have just a rotating cast of characters that go on this this list called the COVID list. If you were listening to this before March 2020, it's this list where you just disappear. Could be two days, could be two weeks. You just don't really know. But they always come back. We just don't know when they're going to come back. Brandon Ayuk, their first-round pick, just missed a game. Again, not had corona, maybe, just tested positive. Now he's back. You just never know. And now, guy, though, this to me takes the cake. I, I mean, they this is... They jumped the shark on every other team, right? They were kicked out of their own building. They didn't just leave, like, up the road. They literally got in a fucking jet airplane, and they flew to another state. Where another team plays, it's like, yeah, you can come down here. And they've got, like, a weight room set up in a hotel, right? Yeah, so it's just, this to me, I, I... if Kyle Shanahan were to make the playoffs this year, and you didn't vote, I, I, I think with a straight face, you could check his name, number one. he Coach of the year. Like, it just, you just couldn't have any more circumstances, right? I mean, it's, it's insanity. I think it's, I, I, I said it, and I'll say it over and over, Belichick and Kyle being five and six right now is pretty remarkable. I mean, both those two guys have no business being five and six. But I watch a lot more Niners than I do Patriots. They're, they're, they're an easier team to watch. Patriots, pretty, they're a boring five and six. The Niners have had moments where it's pretty boring five and six too, but they, their highs are much higher. It, it, it really is remarkable. I mean, honestly. Like, at the end of the day, he might not be good, but his quarterback still is Cam Newton, right? The Niners have won some games here with Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. Yeah, like, we've watched the Patriots put a game plan together where it's just, we're just going to run Cam, right? And mm-hmm. Kyle doesn't have that option. Now, there are, I, I guess there's still this debate going on about is Mullins almost as good as Jimmy? Uh I would say, yeah, Mullins is almost as good as Jimmy when Jimmy's on one leg. We saw Jimmy on one leg. He didn't look good. He looked bad. But no, no, this is not the same thing. Uh, and yet here we are. I I still can't figure it out. And Mon- Monday Night Football also. I mean, do you have faith in Monday Night Football, Nick Mullins? I mean, I guess I can't even get to that. You know what I mean? You're right. I probably shouldn't. Because remember, part of it, like he played shitty against the Eagles. It was Sunday night. But I football. don't even think. It was, uh, yeah, no, you're right. I don't even think it had anything to do with but when it was, the game it, was. Like last week was bad, but remember that was way worse. It was really bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was really bad. I, I, uh, 
I cannot, maybe, you know, somebody suggested to us that uh, we overvalue Josh Allen and the Bills. I I can't wrap my head around the Niners being plus one and a half. The line has actually gone down. It was plus two and a half earlier in the week. They're now plus one. They are one and a half point underdogs. Um, I, Is Jimmy walking through that door healthy? I, I, is Josh Allen terrible? I, I don't think he is. I think he's pretty good. Now, I do think the Niners are good. I do wonder if people are just overreacting a little. I would read it as overreaction to the Rams game because, like I said at the beginning of the week, I don't think the Rams games, given how immobile their quarterback is, really translates to a lot of the other games you play. But, yeah, man, I, here we are. I, I I think a lot of that is respect for Kyle. It has to be. Yeah. I, I mean, when you factor in on the road in Arizona – I don't know if it hurts or helps playing on the uh, for, for the Niners specifically playing on turf. I, I think it definitely does not hurt the Rams or excuse me the Bills. Like they they are fast. I know I mean, it has they, literally hurt the 49ers this year to play on turf. Yeah, so. in New York, but I, I mean it's just if they win this game they're six and six and I think they they will just be talked about as a potential playoff team because their next two games will be against Washington, who's now coming out of a short week, right? which will be a little advantage, short week. Yeah. Get them in Arizona because uh, they play Monday Night Football. And then the Cowboys, who I just, I think we all kind of agreement now, like they're just not any good. They're just a bad football team. So you just get Washington on a short week and then a bad football team in the Cowboys. And then just take your chances in the division, which really your next game is Arizona when you're already in Arizona. <laughs> Home field advantage? Uh... <laughs> I don't even like know. Arizona's on the road, right? So you, you Arizona's traveling more than you are. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. It's like, uh, who's the home team? I don't know. Both well, I guess so. Arizona plays at home this week. Oh, because they play different days. Yeah, but uh, they yeah. Uh, so they so the so the league got lucky that the Niners game was on Monday Night Football, right? Yeah, they probably would have had to move it, huh? You think they would have? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, they probably just would have moved it. So the 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 Cardinals go Rams at home, at the Giants, Eagles at home, Niners. So who do the Niners want to win that game? Probably the Rams, right? And just they want the Cardinals to win. Yeah, you just need them. one t- yeah, you because you've already beaten the Rams twice. It wouldn't be the worst thing if the Rams are the team that ends up, you know, in the seventh spot and you end up tied with them and then you have a tiebreaker though. What's the but the Rams record right now is seven and four, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You just want the worst team to fall back. I think the Rams Cardinals are only a game above. Yeah, you to me, wouldn't you want the Cardinals to lose and just take your chances beating them? Yep. That to me is what what I would do, especially now that it's a pseudo home game for both teams. Also, the Cardinals. If the Cardinals lose and you win, you're both six and six. Right now, the Cardinal. Do you have the Cardinals schedule up? Uh, yeah, I just yeah, I do. So they play the Rams. Yeah, they play the Rams. They play at the Giants. They play the Eagles at home. Then they play the Niners. So they're not coming off a road trip. That Giants game is sneaky harder than I think we thought it would have been three or four weeks ago. They're they're playing pretty well. You got to give them their due. Then they finish at the Rams. So the Niners, um, before they play the Cardinals, will be coming back from a road game at Dallas. Less less travel because you're shorter distance. Good point. <laughs> then they host Seattle somewhere January third. No daylight savings there, so they're just uh, still that's right. an hour ahead of us. So the kickoff for them Monday little little game clock right. You know it's, it's usually five. It'll now be six. That's right. So just all the things to keep an eye on. It's just it goes back. I mean it's just the amount. You're right. The amount of moving parts that Shanahan's had to deal with, and now on top of that, you put this is go- if they win this game which Vegas thinks they have a chance, and some people on Twitter think they have a better chance than we do, but certainly we think they can. Uh, but if they were to win this game, it would go down as one of the more impressive Shanahan performances. Yes, I I would say... And maybe Robert Sala performances. Yeah, I'd say it'd be right up there. It, honestly, it kind of is a Robert Sala game. It is, Because yeah. for them to win, they're going to have to neutralize... Josh Allen. But you can't have Mullins throw. And and that's kind of out of Kyle's hands. Like at some point, Mullins just you are going to have to throw the ball. And just, yeah. you're just going to hold your whatever happens. happens. Well, we, we've seen Kyle can get guys wide open and Nick can just miss them. Like it's yeah. just 
that there is Jimmy a little Jimmy. bit like I can lead the horse to water, but eventually the horse has to stick its tongue out and drink the water. The problem is for Nick Mullen, sometimes there's an alligator in there and it bites the horse's head. Yeah, or he just walks up to the water, stops, and then turns and walks into a, a forest. Yeah, with lions. Lions, lion gets forest, eaten. lions dead. <laughs> and then doesn't come back. You see the lions at uh, Carol Baskin's place, the chick from Tiger King, bit someone's arm off today. Really? Yeah, a tiger, I think it was. You know, those like, people yeah, not in, I never watched that show. That was one of the. I saw somebody who tweeted that. Like, was Tiger King this year? I saw somebody tweet that. Maybe it was JB <laughs> Long. <did> too. <laughs> like, was Tiger King this year? Oh, that's that's funny. The only win the Raiders get this week is to actually win the game. This is one of those you get no extra credit. I do. You know what I do think though? Looking at Raiders Jets, where the line is now nine, is I would like to see them just. I'd like to see him demolish the Jets the way many teams have. You don't get extra credit for that, but it would give me just a little bit of confidence. Like, you know, maybe they just get a little bit of mojo because what they've got coming up in terms of schedule is just, it's really important. Yeah. I mean, I I can't even muster the words must win. I mean, you're playing the Jets. They're in their own category. If you don't win, your season failed. Like if you were to lose this game, it would in a fail. I don't think you're going to lose. So I'm not going to spend too much time talking about that. I think the jets are one of the worst teams. I think they're worse than that Cleveland team several years. I just think they're awful. It doesn't get any worse, but I think here's the problem. Derek really anointed himself. He was having this good season. And I, I even when I watched him, like, you know, it's pretty solid, but I'm not going to be like, he's some top 10 quarterback. Then he has the game against Kansas city. And it's kind of, inarguable like okay maybe he really was building up he was like a fighter like spar 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 and then he got into the ring when it really matters like oh he's okay he's ready so it was like yeah okay he's we talked about right after the game guy makes 20 million dollars he's gonna play like that he's one of the best deals in like league history and then he comes back and he has one of the worst games the Raiders included offensively the last two decades literally DVOA Josh Dubow tweeted it out and it was worse watching I think we'd all agree the next three weeks after this game, like, listen, no one ebbs and flows like Derek Carr. And I think part of that is just like, that's what happens when you're a little inconsistent. Like, that's used to what happened to Eli. But Eli always had, definitely after 07, like, I won a Super Bowl, and you could never say anything. And then even like 13, 14, 15, as it got weirder, he had two Super Bowls, so he's kind of untouchable. Derek really doesn't have any of that. So it's like, what's he going off this year? Well, against shittier teams, I, I just put up really good numbers. Okay, the playoff pushes on. It's December. You got five games. And let's just really count four because this game, I, I can't. If you, if you lose it, you just, you're a bad team, right? You win this game. The next three weeks, guy, Indianapolis, the best shitty team of all time, the Chargers and the Dolphins. Like, that is a really hard stretch. That. Hard, not even the right word, just an important stretch for Derek Carr's career. Because to make the playoffs, obviously you got to win the Jets game. I think you have to win at least two or three of those games when you just look at the numbers. Like yeah. you got to give yourself a chance to get to 10. Because I don't think you make the playoffs at 9. And to, to not make the playoffs after starting 6-3 and three, and to have it look the way it's looked would would be a failure right obviously losing the to me losing the jets would not make the season a failure i mean it would but it would be more about like what things are changing in your organization this offseason if you lose the yeah. jets after you got beat 43 to 6 by the falcons things like bigger picture things would have to change um but yeah i mean here's what i would say about the colts chargers dolphins you have to go win all of those games you don't like this week. You can whatever. You can do some dumb shit, and you can still find a way to beat the Jets by two scores. That's not how it works against the Colts. It's not how it works against the Chargers. Will make mistakes, but you got to go take it. The Dolphins. And they, you got to go play take in. It. They play in really close games. The Chargers do, and they're definitely capable of beating you. I mean, the last time you played them was a five point game. Yeah. So, um, and Denver, whatever that thing. That's I. I gotta get. I gotta give them two wins right now. But like you said, so what? So what if you have eight wins? Is nine going to get it done? Is ten? You feel confident? The they, you feel confident they can win four of their next five? Because that's what it takes to get to ten. Uh, I I am very confident that they have it. They have two more wins on it. The, like there are two guaranteed wins yeah. on the schedule right now, right? So do you do you, do you what what's your confidence level that's double that? Um, because they were to win four so, of 
if they were to win four of their next five, it would they they would be playing pretty good football. Yeah, I mean, I would say I'm over sixty five. I feel like sixty sixty five percent. Like if you said right now, you get a thousand dollars and you place it on eight and eight, nine and seven, ten and six, and if you if you get it right, you get two thousand dollars back. So it's pretty good incentive. I would place that money on nine and seven. Well, I agree with you, but I also think that if I go team by team here, the the Chargers and the Dolphins, um, I think the Raiders are a better football team than those two teams. Now, I think they're better than the Falcons. They got beat by thirty seven, but I would agree. I look at the Dolphins. It's who knows where what quarterback situation we're at. You know, Tua's had a messed up finger. I they don't even know if he's going to start this week. I just think. The, the Dolphins, the way they play, just good defense. They're just kind of tough. That is the type team that is just a little tough on the Raiders. Yeah. No, to me, the Chargers, right. it's easier for the Raiders to beat the Chargers because they're just Cause a little the Chargers will make some mistakes. Gruden. Yeah, yeah I, I, I look at the Dolphins and Colts games as just, I probably expect them to lose the Colts. So, like, to me, they're four, if they won four or five, that would probably be their loss. But that Dolphin game, to me, is just sneaky. You know, they're like uh, a little bit like the Browns, but the opposite. We're like, you know, the Browns might have a little more talent than the Raiders, but we don't trust anything they do. And what the Raiders do took advantage of that. I look at the Dolphins, not as talented as the Raiders, but more buttoned up. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I I actually like the Dolphins. If you told me right now, who would the Raiders rather face? I think they'd much rather face Tua than Fitzpatrick. I 1,000% agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Here's the other thing about that game. I think that game's kind of scary if Fitzpatrick's a starter. Now they could eat, they could win by ten too, but if he's hot, like fuck, John, that game could be for the playoffs, right? If if you've yeah. lost to Indy, that could, could be that could be for the playoffs. And we'll have to see. I mean, what's crazy is like I don't totally discount the Ravens; they're out of it right now. But with Lamar getting back, we'll see. Uh, it's gonna. It went from me feeling very confident to me feeling like I, I I'm not gonna be surprised if the Raiders miss, which is crazy. But it just it, it kind of just played out. If they miss, it'll be on them. Like they didn't get screwed. You know, it, it'll be because they lost games. And really, that Atlanta game was that buffer game that would have. Because right now they'd be what seven and three, or excuse me, seven, seven and, and four. four. And you would just oh they can get they can get three more wins for the last five and you'd be in good shape. It's why that Falcons game we said was so important. It's why Gruden propped it up because part of making the playoffs is the margin for error at the end of the year. Like last year, the margin for error for the Niners was like whether they'd win the division or not. It was like they were going to be the five seed or whatever by three games or two games. Like it wasn't they were going to cruise to having the best wild card spot. So the the Raiders are in a position, the worst possible position, where every game matters on a limited amount of spots, and technically there's an extra spot this year. They're a little lucky that yeah. they've added this spot because without it, I wouldn't be talking about the Raiders like a playoff team, would you? Uh, no, because they'd be. Well, here's the thing: they would they would still because the it would be like Miami's the six and Indy is right there with they would still kind of not control their own destiny, but they would still have a shot, yeah. right? Just because. Even now, Miami's at seven and four, and the Raiders are at six and five. So if the Raiders uh, beat the Jets, lose to the Colts, beat the Chargers, they're eight and six. Okay, Miami, who they'll play in in a few weeks. Miami plays the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Patriots. So the Raiders, you figure Miami's going to be one and one out of the Bengals Chiefs stretch. Do they lose to the Patriots or do they beat the Patriots? I mean, it's, they've beat them a lot. It's, I would say they'd have a pretty good chance to beat they'd them. Have a good, yeah, they could easily be 8-6, and six, lose two of those three, but they could also easily be 9-5. and five, And and now you're really... You're right. I mean, the Raiders are right there, even if there was a six spot. But it gets yeah, but a little they, more complicated. But it's like they're playing both of these teams. They just got to go do it. But you said the the Ravens have Washington this week, right? No, the Ravens play Dallas, me, Dallas on Tuesday. Okay. So that's you would think the Ravens win, but I don't know. Dallas a weird team. Then they play Cleveland, so that you know they've kicked their ass before. But they win that. It's game not crazy now. to think. It's not crazy to think the Ravens all of a sudden you look up are eight and five. Well, they play right? John. They play Dallas, Cleveland, Jacksonville, the Giants, and the Bengals. There's a decent chance the Ravens win out. Yeah. Now they and pr- they, they could they probably get to ten though. I mean, if if they can just get some guys back, 
meaning their quarterback, right? Who is a healthy scratch. Yeah, well, they get right to now. 10 if they just win four. They can lose one of these. They could lose to the Browns, beat Dallas, Jacksonville, the Giants, and the Bengals, and they're a 10-win team. Yeah, I, I think I think the two teams that are in pretty good shape record-wise are the Ravens and the like we've talked about before, the Browns, just because they're already at eight and three. Like they're I, I think the Browns are a lock to get to double digits, which isn't crazy. I mean, they got five games left, they're at eight. And I think when you look at the schedule and just the heart and just how talented I, the Ravens are going to rattle off some wins, you know, I, I'll yeah. be really, really surprised if they don't get to win four of the last five. So you just all, we're talking the margin for error on the Raiders like you got to win all these games, guy. I mean, these are big. We may look back and go, they would have had to win five straight to get in because there's you're not a lock to get in at 10 and six. Right. Depending on if do the Brownies get there, do the Ravens get there? What's the Colts record? You might need some won, of these tiebreakers too. who, who beat who? Yep. You know? Yep. Free bacon for life at my, at uh, butcherbox.com slash ham. Butcherbox.com slash ham. Free bacon for life. When you sign up right now, somebody uh, hit me up on Twitter the other day, said, do you do the butcher box? Is it good? I said, yep. Get the ribs. Get the ribs. Butcherbox.com slash ham. I can attest. Uh, there's two types of ribs. I don't remember if it was the baby backs or the other ones, but. I think they had pork and baby back. They, they got, guy. they have so much meat. That's the key, meat. When you go to butcherbox.com slash ham, you get to personally pick a curated selection of high-quality meats. 9 to 11 pounds. You've gotten a box delivered. I've gotten a box delivered. Enough to feed 24 individual humans. I mean, guy, or the same you human know, I know. Times. Yeah, steak, chicken, bacon, pork, you name it, the ribs. You just, it was like, oh my God. And then you go to their website, you check it out. They got everything there. I, I can't. The chickens they came in the pack were really, really good. I ate those for a while. Uh, I, I can't rec- recommend ButcherBox enough. Check it out. ButcherBox.com/ham. Like yep. I said, free bacon for life. Yeah, and like and like John said, you can customize the box, or you just click, 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 easy. They'll send you the stuff. You get one of their own, uh, one of their pre-curated uh, boxes. Um, grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and the sugar and nitrate-free bacon. Bacon for Life is back right now. New members get Bacon for Life when you sign up. ButcherBox.com slash ham. That's not like a free bacon pack. That is free bacon in every box that you get for the life of your subscription. ButcherBox.com slash ham. Podcast also brought to you by MyBookie.ag promo code ham1. MyBookie.ag promo code ham1. It's where we gamble. It's where you guys should gamble. If you're not gambling there, you're crazy. It literally has everything possible you could want to gamble on. College football, we got some games this weekend. BYU's playing in a big game. Coastal Carolina, I don't know if you've heard of them. They're in top 20. They run this crazy option passing offense. Can't wait to watch. You have an NFL slate just absolutely loaded. Monday night football, we got the 49ers. But then we got another... Do we have two Monday night games, you said? Yeah. Two Monday night yeah, games? Washington, two Tuesday Washington games? Washington Steel. No, one Tuesday game. <laughs> okay, one Tuesday game. It's hard to keep up, but we've got games, games, and games, and games. Uh, get your gamble on. I, I can't... I just it's where I gamble. It's where you should gamble. It's NFL, college football. I was all NBA's over. Right I, I the had quarter. Stanford the other night money uh, money line to beat North Carolina, and they really should have and didn't. Oh, that yeah. one hurt. I'll tell you one I like now. I but, almost put a little money just because I kind of felt it before the game on West Virginia playing the Zags. I didn't pull the trigger. It was like six point line, and then they actually were taking it to them. But then Gonzaga pulled away. They the got end. some good bigs. I like Gonzaga to win. The, I watched Gonzaga and I thought that's the team that's going to win the national title. Shockingly, John, they're the favorites, plus five hundred. But uh, nonetheless, you can go do. I think they look fantastic. Yeah, they're good. Um, the guy <laughs> Suggs is like not only the Mister. I said this on the podcast the other day, so never mind. But not a shock when he came back from the ankle. He was Mister Football in the state of Minnesota. And I know what you would say. I know what you would say. Uh, last I checked, I don't think it's eighty degrees in the state of Minnesota when you play football. So you got to be a pretty tough guy. When I when I saw that, I'm like, I love this kid. Then he comes back in. They they have this white guy that looks like some dude that would play on the Spurs. He's Kispert. doing like Euro steps. Yeah. yeah, I mean they they just they got sweet dudes. Gonzaga gamble on them whenever they play because they're gonna kill people. Mybookie.ag promo code AM1. Don't forget if you uh, 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 if you use the promo code and you accept the bonus, you got to bet the bonus before you can withdraw the funds. They'll match that first deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand bucks, or you can decline the bonus. But either way, Ham One, we appreciate the support. Yes, we do. You know, sometimes someone asks you to do something, and you're like, ah, you don't want to commit because maybe something better is going to come along, and then you end up with nothing. Other times, you know, you you say yes, and you're not happy that you said yes. Then it works out fine. 
his life is always this balance of agreeing to do things or leaving your options open. And uh, BYU didn't want to play. Didn't want the Washington thing didn't come together for them. We could debate uh, whatever the situation there. Ne- neither did another Pac-12 game. San Diego State ended up playing Colorado a couple weeks ago, um, but this time BYU jumped at the chance. They had an open week. Uh, Coastal Carolina's game with Liberty got canceled because of Liberty. College game day just happened to be going to. Um, Coastal Carolina, <laughs> Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach, maybe. <laughs> probably pretty. Is that where uh, Dustin Johnson went to school? Dustin I mean, Johnson, it's pretty sweet school. And I learned Josh Norman is a Chanticleer. Remember, it's it's where the guy from like TD Ameritrade coached for a few years. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think the coach they have now is killing it too. I mean, they, yeah, the coach they got now is. They like, clearly think a little outside the box there. And Myrtle Beach, I, I if I was going to play golf, like that wouldn't be a bad place to play golf, right? Uh, they got a teal field, so it's got some Boise vibes. A couple undefeated. I get their quarterback is a is well. They used to dominate good. right at like the UC Davis Cal Poly level before they bumped up. Yeah, they, they used to be a one double A team. Yeah. I think when the TD Ameritrade guy went there, they were they, and they had just they started the program team. like six or seven or eight years before that. Yeah, with a coach who had some success, but yeah, I mean they look they are top fifteen in defense in the country they're kind of in the same boat now byu i think is top four in offense and in defense beating people by 33 points a game i was watching uh joel clatt um on tuesday or wednesday he thinks they're getting a lot of disrespect he does and i disagree a little with him about how much disrespect they're getting because you know one of his points is no one will play him true or false and this year you would say it's true but it doesn't change what their schedule is Right, like well, it, didn't didn't they have to dramatically change their schedule when the Power Fives weren't going to play out of conference games? Right, because their schedule is so heavily Power Five. Yeah, right. Like they well, do we, I, every year. I, ne- I never great. push back on BYU that they're afraid to play people. No. You turn them on every year. They're playing Notre Dame. They're playing SC. They played like five Pac twelve teams last year. Yeah, they, they are n- by any means wussies this is a mormon podcast wussies <laughs> right uh, you never you know we're gonna oh, you say you guys, maybe we're on the cougar message board yeah, okay, maybe, okay. you never know Wussies. we love you guys that is not the case they yeah. are not scared because i would say boise i guess i let me push back it's they're not independent so it's easier for byu right to make just a weird schedule boise only has a couple games beside the mountain west and in fairness to boise historically they've always and, played big power and one teams. of the games they have from a contractual standpoint is BYU, right? They, they played yeah. that game this year because it's in their con- Boise played one less Mountain West game. So they could play yeah. that ESPN contract. I think it's the ESPN. I, I got no issue with BYU. But the schedule this year is the schedule. The Fox, and I'm not blaming anyone for it. But that that was the cards and the way it played out. And it I think the the crappy part for this BYU team is it, I mean, I've been watching BYU pretty closely, you know, for a couple decades. Feels like one of their better teams, and a huge part of that is they might have a top-five quarterback. Anytime you have a top-five quarterback and your team's really good, you're like, this would be the year. Because you would have said normally, if they would have played just the Washingtons, the Boises, and their schedule would have been good, they would have had a legitimate gripe, probably, and in the mix to win the playoffs, assuming they ran the table, right? Yeah, you know, so I saw I was reading Stuart Mandel's mailbag in the. Remember, Athletic. they played BYU or they played SC a couple years ago with Clay and kind of worked them. Like they they've been good for a while. This guy's good, Solani. He's just a good coach. Uh, Kalani Sataki, yeah, Kalani Sataki. <laughs> I, I combined Solani. Uh, I love what he said too. Uh, the first CFP when he came out and he was like, "Look, we're, we're not afraid of anybody, and no one else is afraid of any either. This isn't about being afraid. Like we want to play the game." Um, but. Uh, Somebody said to Stuart Mandel, what if BYU was, say, seven and two? They'd beaten who they'd beaten. They're two law, they had two law, they had Georgia's losses. Like they had gotten their butt kicked twice by an SEC team. Where would they be ranked? Because Georgia's in the top 10, right? And Stuart was like, yeah, they may not, they might not even be in the top 25 if they had that resume. So there's definitely some preconceived. And that's where I will, what I was going to say about Clatt is, one thing he's given them a lot of credit for, and I think a lot of people do, and I do too, is the is I don't know how to look at your games and say you would have played if you had played Washington, the score could have been. Like we can play that game, but we don't really know. 
But I watch Zach Wilson, and I know this. Like, they've got a star quarterback. And that was kind of But uh, don't you think it hurts them that he became a star this year? If he had been a two-year running, I think they might get a I little mean, bit more of the benefit of the yes, doubt. Like, if he got, yes. like, guy, he but is, I, think if you've I, been I saw a mock draft the other day. Him. I saw a mock draft. He was two. Yeah, well, that's it, that's not where he it, was coming into the year. Uh, well, right. I know. If he had been, right. like, coming into this Trevor season. Lawrence. Let, let's just say not even that. Just talked about, like, Trey Lance. Like, just a lot of off-season buzz. I think people would go, I want to see a top two quarterback in the dance. But I think when it happens late and you're not a uh, LSU schedule, you fight this uphill battle, especially this year, it kind of screwed him. Because I, I do think that if Zach Wilson had been Zach Wilson last year and carried it into this year, I think more people would be pushing them. Like, just give me the kid against yeah. whoever. No, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying I do subscribe, even though I don't totally – their schedule is their schedule, whether that's what they wanted or not. So that's well, it's not because they they had other people on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. That's this is not what they want. But I'm just saying, like, I can't. Ass- I I do have to evaluate you with the schedule that you've played. Exactly. That that's my ultimate point on them, where I say, well, you can't be that mad when this is who you played, even but, though you didn't choose to play these people. Yeah, but I do watch this quarterback and think he could hang with anybody out there. So, you know, that's now. Here's the thing, Coastal. I want Coastal to be good. I just like Coastal. I like saying Coastal, I like their colors, teal field. But Coastal, you know, it's not like their resume is sparkling this year. But they clearly, if you're that good, you probably got some NFL guys. I think they're highly thought of. This is a game, like Boise was, Adam Peters, 49ers, went to that game when they played Boise. Because immediately you go, hey, we got to go see this kid a couple weeks in. Like, we got yeah. these guys. And got they got a, other NFL guys. Player. They always have, right? Yeah, so you go, Fred okay, Warner, what's the best game before. to see both? You, you'd circle Boise State. Would really be the only game on the schedule you would have circled. To me, this game, I don't know if people are going to fly there, and who even knows with the fan stuff, but I think this is an immediate game where everyone's paying attention. Yeah. And he he's really only had one of those. So, you know, like North Alabama, it's just like, is it, what the question everyone's asking is like, who are they going to play in the bowl game, and is he eligible for the senior bowl? That's like what people are asking. But to me, the moment this happened... And in fairness, like, it's a late pivot for Coastal because Coastal was supposed to play Liberty. Maybe BYU had an idea Monday, Tuesday, so they can start game planning. So he's not totally, like, out of the blue like Cal and UCLA. You just play the next day. I did see, I think Sataki said that Tom Homo, the AD, told him, like, we are playing somebody this week. I don't know who, but get ready. We're playing Keep the boys ready. Well, see, I, I appreciate that. Like, I do yeah. think they realize one underrated part about BYU, they take their athletics very seriously. They have been really good in football and basketball for, you know, me and you are in our mid 30s. I'd say most of our life. Like, they're never just like, oh, they suck. <laughs> that ain't the case. Remember when we went Let's, to the uh, Kawhi Jimmer uh, Mountain West game in Vegas? It was awesome. But it, I, I'd say consistently their football team is just, I mean, Bronco had them really good for a long time. And this guy now is doing a really good job. But it's just, I, I, I just know as a program, they, they're always going to be good. And they're always going to be in the mix to win 9 to 11 games. I think, though, you look at yourself a little differently when you go, we might have the best quarterback in our program's history. Like or Steve history. Young? I mean, they had Detmer, Ty Detmer and won the Heisman McMahon? Steve Young. Modern history, okay. right, of the last 20 years. Excuse me, Steve. I didn't mean that. <laughs> But, like, it's just, this guy's pretty special. For most people in the program, you know, that weren't, like, around in 82 and 81 yeah. or 85. Like, this is this is a big deal to have a top I, quarterback. I, you it's know, no different than having Jimmer. Like, it's it comes once every so often, right? It changes your program. I, I, like, if this guy gets drafted, number, let's say he ends up number two overall guy. Trevor Lawrence goes one, he goes two. It changes BYU a little bit, does it not? Like, it's like, damn, if I'm a quarterback, well, wouldn't I want to go there? Because like you it, are going to play a lot of teams. It would, it, it would be one of the biggest moments for their program in a long, long time. Like, Ziggy going five was big, but he was like kind of a one-year wonder. He wasn't the guy. He went to Detroit. College football fans talking about Ziggy outside of no. the teams he played that year. I didn't think so. How much how much is Zach Wilson talk is there going to be from January to late April? I mean, it started a month or two ago, right? <laughs> but I mean, when it really gets intense. Because yeah. I think his conversation is going to be, will he be the number two quarterback selected? Because I, I, I seen a couple mocks at him, too. I'm starting to see some Trey Lance buzz, though. 
Yeah, but Twitter okay. Feed. But I, that's where the argument's going to be. Should should Trey Lance or Zach Wilson be the number two quarterback and not uh, Justin Fields? Yeah, yeah. And we I, know Justin Fields is probably the most popular quarterback just given his team is the most famous team. Oh. And he's been a big – he's just been in the discussion yeah. for a while, a while, Georgia, and all that. Um, You know, I do think, like, one of the reasons Cincinnati is ranked where they're ranked, I think part of it is that Cincinnati won 11 games last year. And I do think BYU should get a little bit of a benefit. I, 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 for me, I do consider your program when I'm evaluating your season. Just like I don't, you know, it's all context. It's Alabama's historical context does affect how I look at them in an individual year. What Ohio State has been historically does affect how I look at them in an individual year. And to your point, in individual years, BYU churns out with a consistent basis NFL, NFL players. players, and they consistently play really good schedules and compete. So I, from that perspective, they should get the benefit of that. Now, even though I don't totally agree, agree with you, I wouldn't have them at wherever they are, 13. I think that's too low. I would agree. I I remember you said that, and this happened because you're like, I hope it, they don't get screwed. And when I say screwed, like the New Year's Six day where you play C- uh, Cincinnati play BYU, yeah. like years ago when TCU played BYU. TCU played. I wonder if, uh, or Boise, Boise State. Yeah. Hearing you talk, I wonder if it would be that big of it. Like, I think a lot of NFL people think Cincinnati's got a bunch of NFL yeah, players. That coach, it, it it wouldn't be a negative for him to go up against that team and that defense. Well, you like, know, they are good. Their coaches, guy, their coach, be like better. Michigan would hire him, Ohio State would hire him, NFL teams might start being interested in the guy. Like, it, I think it would be pretty. It's not the little engine that could Cincinnati. It could be better because you know how it is in some of these games. If it's not a CFP game. Are you getting? Because then they play Georgia. Like Georgia's best shot. not trying. Yeah. You know? Are you getting? What, are you getting Florida's best shot? You're getting Cincinnati's best you're get, shot. Yes. Right? That really could end up being the best game from their effort standpoint. Well, just from a yeah, exactly from a and if they are talented, the Florida thing or just whoever the team that you could potentially play it like Wisconsin, if you do get their best shot and it doesn't go well for you, it could hurt you. Yeah. Not cripple you, but like if you, if you can't move, like it could be ugly. But then it'd be like, well, is this team? But again, that's too many hypotheticals. We just got to wait and see who they play. Are they are they not a New Year's Six team if they lose this game? Probably not, right? No. And I don't think necessarily the Coastal is if they win the game. No. The winner of this game isn't guaranteed anything, but I think BYU's ceiling is higher. Um, who do you like in this game? And they still play San, about they still play San Diego honest. State next week, too. Uh, is San Diego State any good this year, though? Uh, but I just mean, like, you know, you go, okay, you beat San Diego State by 20. People go, oh, okay. Uh, what What is the line on this game? I don't know. I was just about to pull it up. My my guess would be... I'm going to go BYU by 10 and a half. 10. I, I just don't know enough about Coastal Carolina. I don't. They, they that, to me, that, are what Florida Gulf Coast was to me when... That does feel a little high for a game that just got put on last minute, and it's at Coastal Carolina. Yeah. (laughs) But maybe BYU is just legitimately a lot better. I mean, they beat people by 30 points. BYU has multiple wide receivers that average over 18 yards a catch. I saw PFF had the top guy ranked. His name is – his last name's Milne, I think. He he averages 18.5 Is it Dax? Dax Milne? Yeah, and then and then Romney's grandson or kid or nephew averages twenty yards a catch. Like, the, I mean, he has. I I don't know if either one of those is drafted, but th- those guys are being in camps. I don't. I, I Milne probably is a draftable guy. I mean, those guys are guys because I, I think they're both spend like some time. Romney's like six squad. three, right? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, how, to me, he he might be a late round. I mean, both those guys are probably NFL wide receivers. I don't mean necessarily starting on game but days, but and they've had that their career. careers will end, and they'll have played. I was on the Niners for three years on the practice. Even if you're a practice squad, like that's an NFL player. Austin Collie. But that guy was good. Well, yeah. I mean, he was really good. You just told me this guy's averaging 18 yards a catch. Yeah, but I mean, I just, that guy was, I think, like a third or fourth round. Like that guy was a legitimate, was he even a first round pick? Like that guy was pretty big time. I, I remember when I was in Philly, we played, uh, we played the Colts. And uh, pretty sure we knocked him out. Well, unfortunately, yeah, he, was a, he, was a fourth, he was a fourth round pick. All right. Well, on that note, what, uh, this game right now is over. This recording is at two thirty Pacific on ESPNU with Dustin Fox. Yeah, looking forward to it. Friend of the show.
uh, on the call. All right, John. A uh, couple other things. I got to ask you about the big NBA story. What's that? Weigh in on this. Uh, so Malik Beasley, who I had never really heard of. Yeah. Gets photographed walking through a mall with uh, Larsa Pippen, who was like Scotty's ex-wife. She's like in her 40s. Okay, yeah. I think she was on one of those like Real Housewives Atlanta or something. Makes a lot of sense. So Malik's wife, Montana Yao. Okay. On Instagram. Wife? They have a a child. On Instagram. says, It's like, I don't even know this man. He was supposed to be home for his birthday a few days ago. Never came home. And now I see him photographed at the mall with Larsa Pippen. Poor I, I, Scotty Jr. had to weigh in and say, don't ask me about anybody else's life. <laughs> uh, I also, didn't know that wait, Scotty on, Pippen Jr. That guy's in the NBA, I think, right? On the G League. Really? Or is he in college? Eh? I mean, he's a basketball player. No idea. He plays. Uh, these are all I don't know for who or what for level. The first time. Yeah. Malik also has just got paid. Apparently also yep. has a, and I didn't even know this existed. I knew this pending a, a fifth, I, a fifth degree drug charge. I did not know they went to five. Yeah, well, I thought there I thought was they stopped also at third included degree. a gun was pointed at some family oh, members. Okay. Well, <laughs> so yeah, a, I think family. I, I, I think it's fair to say that we just put one big red flag on Malik Beasley. Pretty sure while some weird shit was going on, didn't they just give him like three years? Sixty. He got million paid. Dollars? They paid right. him a lot of money. And by they, uh, we're talking about the Timberwolves. Yes, yeah, the Timberwolves. They got. I don't have much faith in uh, the Timberwolves operation. Like it's just they they feel like the kings in the cold. Like it's just a lot. But they they typically have better players. Like oh, they got a couple stars, but it never works out. What did you think about when you saw that Russell Westbrook was traded straight up for John Wall? They, and you know first. the guy. That that they are on essentially the same exact contract separated by like $135,000 because they both make an absurd amount of money. Yeah. Now, the main difference, one individual, Russell, plays. The other individual, John Wall, has not played in an NBA basketball game. I think his last game was 2018 in the middle of December. So going on two years... He had, and I heard this, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and someone's like, my, and my antenna red flag went off. Do you remember how he tore his Achilles? He claimed, no. while he was rehabbing like a shin splint that he had surgery on, he tore it in the shower. And huh? I go, you know, he tore his Achilles while he was rehabbing for another injury. He did not tear his Achilles while he was playing basketball like Clay Thompson. He tore his Achilles, and some say he might have tore it where he like got up to get water, and he didn't have his boot on. Like, okay, I'm out on like. Listen, I'm not the biggest Russell Westbrook. There might not be a bigger red flag as just a not a reliable human than John Wall in terms of basketball. Uh, he tore his Achilles in a weird way, not like Clay playing pickup at his house, probably in a shady way. Might have been, you know, who knows? I had two first reactions. Well, first was I I I was not on Twitter when it happened. I got a text from somebody that was a, a photo of you remember the Salt Bay guy, but with yeah. but with Woj's face on it, and instead of salt, he was throwing bombs. So what do you do when you get something like that? You go straight to Twitter. I was disappointed by what the Woj bomb was. That was my first reaction. I was like, oh, it's this. Like, ugh. Yeah. My second reaction was, this is what kind of the um, I feel like this is a result of. A team stockpiling superstars of KD going to the Warriors, of KD and uh, uh, Kyrie getting together in Brooklyn, of Anthony Davis and LeBron. In the old days, John, you could just have a, a just a superstar like Russell Westbrook, who was a gunner, and in the end, he would never win you a championship. But the talent was distributed enough throughout the league that you could always kind of talk yourself into maybe we could win the West with this guy this year. But be- okay, we had Mitch Richmond and Sack for like seven years. Talking he would have been gone it. in like two. But, you know, and that's not to be in the old days guy, but uh, that's that's what Russell's career should have been to me. Like, you're in Houston. Maybe you never get it done. But damn it, every year, like, your crowd is going to believe in you. And you're going to give us just some elite level playoff entertainment for like 10 years, Right. And we, and you're an easy to ha- it's easy to hate you, but the Rockets will, you'll always gonna just put the fear of God into the other teams because maybe this time, 
and you'll make a couple of runs deeper than people think. And now he's on the Wizards? Like, this is one of the most entertaining players in the league, and he's on the Wizards? Yeah. Well, I saw, I saw someone write, like, this is a sure tell sign that they're handing the keys to, to uh, Bradley Beal. And someone quoted a tweet and was like, uh, does Russell know about this idea with the keys? Because he likes the fucking keys into his hands. Like, this is the other thing. I love this. They're building around Beal. Like, yeah, you think Russell views Bradley Beal as an equal, let alone he's inferior? This is the problem with trades like this. And I don't blame Russell Westbrook one iota. How could Russell Westbrook with a straight face look at Bradley Beal and go, that guy's better than me? He, Because you know what the reality is? And the numbers and all the bullshit, he ain't. Because I can put Russell Westbrook with fucking Haberman, Middlecoff, Steven Adams, and Roberson, and I'm going to find a way to get to 42 or 40. In the West, I saw Bradley Beal play with nobody and get fucking throttled. So it's like, I do respect Russell Westbrook in the sense of I would never want him on my team to try to win a championship. But he is clearly a winning player in the regular season. And this is where I think the NBA has lost touch because so many, like, uh, Simmons, you know, employs a lot, like the ringer nerds. They're like, this guy, this guy, this guy. It's like, yeah, anyone that's kind of older than you, if we've been watching the NBA, certain guys, like, yeah, they're efficient. They, they win 20 games. Like, that's not the point of the sport. The end of the day, the point of the sport is to win. And Russell does a little weird. And again, I always looked at him from the standpoint of the Warriors. But he's, he, you can just give him a random team, and he will get you to the playoffs. I wouldn't want him to be my best like player, that. right? But but if worst case but. scenario, if you were like a diehard Kings fan, if you just had Russell Westbrook the last 10 years and just put some stuff around him, you would have been way better off than doing all the shit they've done, right? Like, he's just good enough to have you in the mix of, like, winning the eighth seed, which the Wizards would sell their less testicle for. The problem is they view it like, Beal's our guy. Well, Westbrook's going to go, what? Huh? I I just played with James Harden, who was my best friend, I thought, and then wants me gone. The other thing, guy, I don't know in our lifetime any sport that a player was reported that he wanted this. He wanted John Wall over Russell Westbrook. Do you ever remember a player, specifically in basketball, who's gotten to pick more right-hand men? Wait, wait. Like he's got you're saying like that Harden wanted John Wall. I guess Harden, I heard Winhorse say, they've been playing wherever they play pickup. It might have been in L.A. Yeah. Has been playing a lot with Wall, and I think he thinks Wall's pretty good. Like, he's Wall's healthy now. Well, he should be. He's been gone for two years. And clearly him and Westbrook, he doesn't want to play with Russell anymore. So he told them, like, I'm cool with doing this. I want to play with John Wall. And Westbrook's like, fuck this guy. Get me out of here anyway. Yeah. I, but guy, he he's gotten to pick like three, four straight oh, guys. Oh yeah, well. <laughs> and I, I guess my ultimate point is, the craziest part about allowing James Harden to have like seven straight right hand henchmen that were all quote unquote stars, and all definitely paid like that. I don't know if we'll ever see another guy get that much latitude without. You know, he he won us a championship like four years ago, right? Remember Eli forever. It's like, hey guys, listen. We're gonna let it. We're gonna go down with the ship with Eli. He's won us two championships. It's like, yeah, J- James gets bounced a lot in the second round, but we just we gotta listen to him. Like, you guys are paying him an unlimited amount of money. I mean, shit. At this point in time, maybe he needs to listen to you. But you listen know? to who? The GM's gone. The coach is gone. Who is he listening to? Isn't it a little crazy? They they dictate so much stuff off a guy that doesn't really guarantee them. Yeah, but again, I would just say what he, he does guarantee he is them really is just, they just got a shot. You just, you know, I mean, like, whatever his playoff problems have been, like, you just know you've got one of the best players in the NBA. Like, if you just said it like that, like, they have one of the best players in the NBA. Okay. Yeah. But still. No, I, I, I get doing it a little bit, but it's, to me, it's now at the point where it's like, I can see a lot of people in league circles like, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> like, what are they doing? Well, I just... Now, he, I, he also might get... He also might get traded any day. Yeah. I understand from his perspective. Like, all right, John Wall might bring us nothing, but if he brings us anything, it'll mesh with me better than... I mean, clearly him and Russ wasn't the answer. You know the shitty part is? And this is what is cool about the NBA, and even baseball, too. They're like, you just match contracts because there's no, like, in football, the bonus money. If we'd be talking about, like... This would be the equivalent, not, I guess, the equivalent, but th- this would be a topic conversation. Would they trade Carson Wentz straight up for Matt Stafford? Like, wouldn't it be cool if some of that's, like, in the NFL, yeah. you can't do that because, like, well, Lions have already paid him $80 million. The Eagles still got to pay him 47 more. It doesn't work, right? In basketball, it's like, you just are owed whatever's on you your contract. In football, it's like, you know, let me 
Texas capologist. He's got to break it down. This, you know, the P five. Yeah, just that would be because cool, that would be a conversation right now. Like, how about you just trade those two guys straight up and just take a flyer? But but I think yeah, it, it would be cool when it happens. But I do think the leagues are better off that the best players just kind of like my point about Russ about the trade about it happening because you know this is the way the NBA is now was it, that applies to him being traded OKC. To, I mean, from OKC, like I just Russell in OKC for ten years. Uh, that would have been the ideal, but I don't blame o- Oklahoma City for moving on at all. He was—I mean, he was there for almost like he was there. For, no, he, yeah, he was there for a good stretch. I just—I I guess at the heart of the whole thing is like he's just entertaining. He's—he's e- he's just yeah. an easy storyline for every NBA fan. I he's don't think an easy the Wizards watch are, in terms of just entertainment value. Yeah, and now he's on the Wizards. Yeah, it sucks. May as well be on the Dude. Magic. There, there are some teams in the East that are just. Hashtag irrelevant. They'd have a Jacksonville Jaguars feel. That's the other thing is I think maybe I miss them too. Like in the West, like in the West, like that's where Russ belongs. Is in the West. I agree, but like I could see him and Bradley Beal hating each other because he's going to want the ball. Yeah, but Bradley's going to be a free agent in a year or two, so he'll yeah, you know Bradley it'll did. be a whole thing yeah. again. And who's who's to say that they both don't demand a trade by like February? Yeah, it's a lot it's of trade to, demands going on. A lot of trade demands. <laughs> like, wait a second. Oh, shit. I already, you traded me. I didn't mean to get traded back here. You walked in the wrong room. Probably there's no sport that have had more people. Because in the NFL, it's like, goddamn, I want to get traded. Whereas agents like, yeah, bro, it's not even on the table. <laughs> Where in the NBA, the amount of players that legitimately tell their agent, like, tell them I want out. <laughs> and it's like, okay. But it, it probably goes to... Eighth man on the team. The, the NFL is every like, every starter could demand a trade no. for sure. In basketball, I'd say there's some bench guys like tell them to trade me. I should be a starter. Yeah. The the NFL, it's like I want out, and then the next day it's like if you calm down, like yeah, never mind. I know there's nothing yeah. I can do. But in the NFL, if someone wasn't starting and was like trade me, I deserve to be a starter. In the NBA, that'd be very normal. In football, I'd be like, oh, that guy's kind of a bad teammate. <laughs> like, that doesn't quite understand his role. No, it's <laughs> why know? college coaches he, hate the portal. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't want that guy. And I've always said this about the portal, and I saw it for briefly when I was scouting, but it's been more crystallized since. Most guys that transfer, it's usually a big red flag. Like, most guys that transfer that, quote, can't beat someone out, it's like, yeah, something's off. And typically, they go from, like, I'd say like Joe Brady and Justin Fields are going to turn out to be somewhat outliers and even Kyler Murray. Like it, it's not a 100% formula, but a lot of times when a guy leaves USC and ends up at Washington state or leaves Washington state and ends up at like, you know, Nevada, I, it's like, Oh, they got this dude from the PAC 12. Yeah. Kind of. Or should he just been in Nevada the whole time? Right. Right. You know? Yeah. But then there's guys who leave LSU and they go to, you know, Another power five, but it's not LSU. You know, you go to Arizona, and all of a sudden you're the leading tackler. Sometimes at different positions, my beast more with quarterbacks. And every once in a while, you'll be watching like a, a Gonzaga, or like a basketball game in college hoops, and go, "This guy transferred from a school less, and he's better." Yeah. And you go, oh, "Okay." To me, the weirdest, the one that fails the most, it feels like, is receivers. Because like as a receiver, you should be able to just be the third guy on a really good team. You can be great, right? Quarterbacks is only one. Okay. You know, linebackers, it's hard if you're at LSU. You can go lead somebody else in the Power Five in tackles if you can't get on you the me- field there. You remember Bryce Butler? Yeah, from SC. Well, Bryce Butler, when he transferred to San Diego State his senior year, the whole thing was like, well, he's a grad transfer. They had Marquise Lee. They had Robert Woods. He just wasn't getting the touches. And then you go to USC and be like, well, on coming out of high school, he was the best of all three. And then they at San Diego State, they'd be like, he's the most talented guy we've ever had. I'd be like, well, why can't he fucking beat these other guys out? Why you just aren't you the cream of the crop? Right. Because and, there's and, three and of you on the field. going in the seventh round, and he just kind of was what he was. But and he those did guys, play in the league longer than No, but but I think it showed you like there were some people that were like, should this guy go in like the third or fourth round? Right. And I'm like, no, this guy is probably a seventh rounder, which he ended up being. Right. Yeah. But I think sometimes people talk themselves into it. Like to me, that's a huge red flag when there's three of you and you go, Yeah, I'm not as good. And it's always like, well, Lane didn't want he wasn't Lane's guy. Those guys were, and I, and I get it. But how do you end up at San Diego State? I think especially a receiver because there's three or four of you on the field at a time, and you rotate. Like you get every opportunity. You notice what, what the Bama guys never did? Like one of us needs to transfer. You know what all four of them did? We're just gonna kick the shit out of you, and we're all gonna get the ball. We're all gonna be happy as shit. We're all gonna go in the top fifteen. Wouldn't you say of all the teams you've ever found in your life? 
those four guys, one of them should have been unhappy, and it felt like all four were pretty happy. I mean, hell, two came back. Part of that is is you picking the right guy to be like the guy that fits in your program to. But be they're young. all getting the rock, like you said. It's 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 the one position where if you are throwing a lot, everyone can kind of eat. And even if like, well, I only had thirty five catches this year. Well, you had ten touchdowns. Plus, the NFL teams are going to be like, yeah, whatever. I I think you're a star. You don't need ninety catches. It's college. No. I would just stay. Uh, all right. Anything else on that note? That's probably all. Adios, Pelota. All right. Yeah. See. You. Sunday will be a good fun. weekend. Monday people. will be fun. Hang in there, everybody. Later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.